Welcome to another episode of Lineage Speaks, the podcast, an anthology series of women sharing the stories of how they carry the torch for future generations. I'm your host, Martelena Donterpel, and today, sharing her story, we have Heather Robinson. Heather Robinson is a guide for mother wound healing and conscious evolution. She is a mentor for women and mothers to expand in all aspects of life by teaching them how to integrate the spirit and unconditional love of the mother archetype. By prioritizing sacred self-care, embodiment, and conscious awareness, Heather empowers women with the tools they need to consistently show up for themselves. The embodiment of the mother allows her to show up for herself her son, as well as her clients in a deeply nourishing way. Her mission is to help others heal their ancestral wounds, break the harmful patterns and cycles of their lineage, and access freedom by consciously choosing a different way every day. The Mountain. Reflecting on my journey and experiences, it can be frustrating for me that I didn't see things sooner or understand them earlier. It's somewhat disconcerting that this is where I'm at in my journey. I'm used to being vulnerable in many aspects, but it is uncomfortable to share this part of my world on these pages. Deep breath. And here we go. I'm a single mom raising my son with the help of my parents in my childhood home. I had loads of trauma to heal postpartum. In my adult life, I've healed much of my mother wound and I moved through the remaining bits in my own journey to motherhood. Coming out of the deeply healing postpartum portal, I felt like I was close to the top of the mountain, moving beyond everything that had held me back. Then the fog cleared and bam, the father wound showed up and I realized there's still a huge climb left. One does not exist without the other and they're both products of our lineage. My son's father hates me and never wanted our child. He's expecting a child he actually desires before this book will be in your hands. I've repeated cycles and patterns to such an extent that my father thinks I've ruined my life. He thinks I blame him for my failed relationships and that this is where I'm at in my life at age 32. It's hard to share all of that because I guess somehow it means I failed. If your own father thinks so, it must be true, right? Somehow being a single mom means I failed. I wasn't good enough, I wasn't desired, and then I watched my son at just 20 months old, confused why his cousin has a dad, and he, but he doesn't. It's hard because I know I'm not what some people think I am, and to me, that means I've failed at being authentic. I know these are all beliefs of others and not my own. They are the shadows of my experience trying to take hold. I gave these thoughts space to move through me, and then I remembered they're not mine. I'm not a failure in any capacity, no matter what anyone thinks, and I know and trust that my dad was, was speaking from a place of pain. He doesn't actually believe I'm a failure or ruin my life. Being a single mom and experiencing the things I'll share here in this chapter have absolutely changed my life for the better. They have transformed me and helped me grow and show up for myself and my son in a profoundly different way. They've also helped me see and understand how I can choose what is true to me. 
I get to make choices, raise my son, and live in a way that is aligned with my values and authentic to my highest self. That's what the work I do is all about, feeling safe to be genuine and empowered to change the story. My mission is to hold people as they heal deep wounds and empower them to choose a different path, to reprogram their default settings, heal their lineage, and live free from those bonds. This allows them to be free to be themselves, not what their stories tell them to be, and to feel safe in prioritizing themselves and their needs. A while back, I found myself in the midst of a really high energy moment with my son. Some would call it a breaking point. When parents are in these places emotionally and energetically, the fuse is almost non-existent. There is no patience, no more positive, gentle parenting, and no more chances. I hit my limit. In this experience, I witnessed myself. I was logically aware and conscious of how I was handling the situation, and I used my awareness and tools to talk myself down, adjust how I was moving through the experience, and resolve the conflict. I was blindingly aware of the pattern of anger, frustration, and control. I was conscious of the shadows of my lineage's presence in that exchange. I released it, I took a deep breath, and I went to calm my son down. Together, we co-regulated. I chatted with him while he breastfed. I lovingly explained what happened, apologized for getting upset, and set a boundary as his sniffles slowed. I did it. I was breaking the pattern, healing my lineage, and choosing a different way. I was actively embodying what I teach and consciously evolving beyond some of the wounds my ancestors passed along. Then, as we were achieving a state of peace and calm together, the cycle came roaring back. My father walked up to me swiftly and in his deep, serious and controlling tone, finger pointed at me and all, he said, I don't care what you've got going on. Don't you ever take anything out on him ever again. Astounded, I looked him straight in the eye and said, don't you ever tell me what to do with my child ever again. And where the fuck do you think I got it from? As I held that mirror, repeating the cycle but attempting to break it all at once, I felt my blood boiling. I could logically see and witness with pure consciousness and awareness the pattern I had learned that I began to repeat with my child. I had caught myself and disrupted the pattern and that I was reprogramming in my own system. I was proud of myself for doing that work and calming down quickly. I was proud of releasing my need to control my son to fit my story or needs in that moment. But to then witness the cycle desperately trying to survive, trying to control the situation by controlling me, I was enraged. How dare my dad tell me not to do exactly what he was doing in that exact moment? Was he blind? Did he not see? The cycle won when I reacted emotionally and I repeated it directly. Even though this time it was repeated as a mirror that didn't make it any better. When I removed my son and I from the situation, my son was mortified. He perceived that his papa was mad at him. My heart broke. I was so angry. I could see patterns and cycles of my lineage crystal clear and I hated them. I know no child will escape their upbringing unscathed. I know my son will have so much healing to do aside from anything that I do. But I vowed as a single mom to make sure that I passed on as little as possible. 
because being unwanted by your father is a deep wound that I will hold him through as he grows. And to see how much work there was left to do on my side was incredibly defeating. It felt like I was looking up at a massive mountain that I had thought I was close to the top of already. Not having a father present in his life, I've done my best to be sure my son is surrounded by good men. My father, my brother, my neighbor, my friends, I want him to know divine masculine energy. But what happens when those men have their own issues, when the patterns and cycles are causing harm and creating wounds that will take lifetimes to heal? I rolled up my sleeves, grabbed some tissues, and I got to work. I began working with someone to guide me through deep inner child work as I moved through the custody journey with my son's father. I initially started because I wanted to be sure that there was nothing he could do or say in the process to get to me, and that I was completely healed from the experiences I had with him. No triggers. I also wanted to heal whatever caused me to attract toxic relationships to begin with, and at the very least heal my side of things that I'll be passing on to lessen the load on my son, making his mountain of healing smaller. That's the goal as parents, right? To make the next generation better, more whole, happy, and healthy? I began to see that the issue wasn't what I thought it was. It wasn't a toxic ex. It wasn't a streak of bad luck. It wasn't a fluke of falling pregnant with a manipulative narcissist. It was a cycle. It was a pattern. It was my lineage I was living out. This healing work began to show me that my relationship with my son's father was a direct reflection of my relationship with my own father, as were many other previous relationships. What I left when I packed up my life and moved across the country seven months pregnant was also waiting for me at home. To be clear, they aren't alike at all as individuals, but the aspects of the relationships I have with them are very similar. Control, manipulation, shame, conflict. There is no escaping your shadows. There is no escaping your lineage. There's only consciously evolving beyond them. And you'll continue to repeat the patterns until you do. So I had a really deep emotional exchange with my father to let him know how I felt. I shared with him my new understanding of things, what I felt the issue was between us and the aspects of how we interact that don't work and don't feel good for either of us. I asked him to help me heal the relationship so I could teach my son what it's supposed to look like. I want to teach him what resolution looks like, that conflict isn't something you ignore, avoid, or run away from, and that big emotions aren't scary. I want to show him that people can unknowingly hurt you and you can meet them with compassion. I don't want my son to see a strained relationship between his mama and papa, or even his mama and father. In my work guiding mother wound healing, I've learned that wounds, especially mother wounds, often form when we perceive as a tiny human that we aren't loved unconditionally. But this is our birthright and innately expected from our mothers. This then translates to feelings of, and beliefs of being unworthy, undeserving, and in some way wrong, bad, or broken. These programs and stories follow us throughout our lives and can manifest in many different ways. The cure is to stop seeking unconditional love outside of self, as we expected it to initially come from our mothers, and begin to mother ourselves by loving ourselves unconditionally. This includes prioritizing self in a drastically different way. The patterns that repeated with my failed relationships are rooted in my experiences and learnings from my lineage mother wounds, father wounds, ancestral wounds, patterns, cycles, traumas, shadows, and programming, they're all incredibly powerful in the foundations of our growth and being human. 
everyone may become conscious of these things at different points and motherhood was that turning point in my own journey. Parenthood brings up an awareness of our childhood that provides fertile ground for healing and growth of one's inner child and lineage. Some of those patterns in my lineage that end with me are control, manipulation, anger, avoidance of conflict and resolution, and a lack of emotional intelligence and presence. I didn't have much control over my life or experiences as a child, and it's vital for tiny humans' development and autonomy to trust them and give them some control over their world. It has translated for me as an adult into a lack of trust in myself and a strong resistance to any outside control. In relationships, that looks like stubbornness, rigidity, and a lack of compromise. My son's father used manipulation in an attempt to control my life and decisions to suit his desires, and this triggered me deeply. My own parents and the majority of their generation unknowingly attempt to control behavior by saying, don't do that, stop crying, or you're fine. They instill a lack of trust by saying, be careful, you're gonna get hurt, or flat out dismissing feelings. It's really easy when children don't do as you wish to try to shame, guilt, or manipulate them, and then get angry when none of it works. The cycle of anger I've witnessed throughout my family in multiple generations was not something I thought I carried, but becoming a mother showed me that it just takes the right circumstance and trigger, and I recognized the patterns of my lineage at the root of it all. When space wasn't held for my big emotions as a child, when I wasn't validated for being upset when I had no control in something, I grew up with a lack of emotional intelligence to hold space for my son's big emotions. I quickly became conscious of this short fuse and its root and began working to expand my capacity. This requires a lot of self-love, self-care, and prioritizing myself and the things that fill me up and bring me joy. Prioritizing not only my needs, but also my desires is a key component of this work. Caring for myself first and mothering my inner child has transformed my ability to take care of others. In giving myself unconditional love, I can pass it along to my son. I am very adamant about healing these shadow aspects as I raise my son and have been teaching my own parents these things as well. I don't want anybody to control, manipulate, or shame him. I also don't want his feelings invalidated or brushed aside like they don't matter. I definitely don't ever want him to perceive that he isn't loved unconditionally. When the expectation is set that he's his own human with his own desires, preferences, and ideas of things, I can approach him as a person and surrender my own desires to validate him and compromise within bounds, and we can move forward happily. This is a form of conflict resolution I taught myself. As a child, I never really witnessed resolution, and then I was confused when I attracted relationships that lacked it as well. As a result, I've always pushed people beyond their capacity, not honoring their need to take space to cool off or trusting they'd come back to resolve it. And I'd further escalate the conflict seeking resolution from someone desperately trying to escape it all. I am consciously breaking this pattern in the moments of tension with my son and now my father as well. It's not always feasible to walk away and cool off with a toddler, but a quick deep breath, a release, and a switch in tone usually does wonders to move forward to resolution. I'm proud to be the one to break this cycle. My son will have so much healing to do because his soul knows his father wanted an abortion. I do believe my son chose this life and his parents though. He chose his lineage, his father wound, the relationship he will have with his father and that mountain of healing he will climb. He also chose me to hold him through it because I'm paving the way for him. 
He chose me because I'm conscious of it all and doing my part, both in my own lineage and for others. The work I do and the healing I hold people through is profound. On a small scale, it can seem really, really simple to prioritize yourself and reparent yourself by giving yourself unconditional love, finding joy and pleasure in life and playing and having fun. But the larger picture is healing lineages by consciously evolving beyond the programming. If we're aware of the cycles and patterns playing out and the wounds that are controlling how we move through life, we can then choose differently and take our power back. It's not an easy process and it's not a quick one, but it is incredibly transformative. Reprogramming our defaults bit by bit by simply choosing to love ourselves first is so simple yet so fundamental. My work helps people whose programming beliefs and stories are holding them back in their lives. These cycles and patterns prevent them from achieving their desires and living their dreams. And so we work to remove the blocks, bring awareness to the wounds and integrate the shadows. Utilizing the mother archetype, I bring in the elements of unconditional love, joy, pleasure and play as they heal, reparent themselves and learn to care for themselves in a radically different way. In this process, they heal, break cycles and access unconditional love for themselves and others. Their default settings shift and they no longer find themselves repeating the same stories. They often find their relationships grow, experiences become more fulfilling, and the way they walk through life becomes more confident and empowered. As we all move through our lives and navigate the baggage that we didn't know we had and begin to see the world and our experience in it more clearly, we each have a choice to do something about it and change the course of our lineages. All it takes is conscious evolution, to stay aware, consistently make a different choice, and evolve beyond the negative cycles of our ancestries. We can honor and celebrate the wisdom and teachings that still serve us, and also free ourselves from the bonds of the past and make our own mark in the lineage. We are free to be ourselves, make our own choices, and live a life we desire. So, I invite you today to first take stock of your life and how you move through it. Bring your consciousness to how you feel and just notice. Then tap into joy, play, fun, pleasure, bliss, and most importantly, unconditional love. How would you and your inner child feel to receive these things right now? Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us if you found this podcast to be helpful in your journey. If you would like to experience more from the other women who contributed to this series, you can purchase a digital or printed copy of Lineage Speaks on Amazon. All proceeds go to elamugirls.com, a nonprofit organization giving young girls aged 14 to 18 in Kenya a choice, a voice, and a bank account, saving girls in Kenya from genital mutilation, sex tourism, or becoming a child bride and changing their lineage story. Once again, thank you for listening. And remember, you get to write your own story, how it connects you to the stories of the past and how you guide the stories of the future. Until the next episode, Honor the light within you and let it guide your way on.